Hey, Sisterhood, it's Kristen here, and I just wanted to give you guys an update on how our sister and her husband and our friends are doing over in Ukraine. So many of you have been so amazingly kind and supportive, sending us so many encouraging messages and DMs and prayers and support. Um, and have been asking, how are things going? You know, what's the latest? How can we keep praying? So I just wanted to give you guys an update on how our sister Alyssa, who is currently over in Ukraine, along with her husband, is doing. And if you're not familiar with anything up to this point as far as their story goes, um, our sister Alyssa married Andre. And she moved to Ukraine, Andre, who is a Ukrainian missionary, and he is Ukrainian himself, so born and raised there. And they got married last year, 2021, in January, and she moved over to Ukraine shortly after that and um, just had to establish a brand new life, right? Newly married, brand new husband, um, new culture, new language, new everything. And um, it's just been a wild, exciting ride for her. And we share a lot about her story in our book, Not Part of the Plan. And we've had her on the podcast to share some updates as well. But that's just a snippet of how she ended up in Ukraine. Um, They are expecting their first baby as well currently. So she is actually 38 weeks pregnant as we speak. And if you've been following the news or turned on any news whatsoever, you know that Russia has officially invaded Ukraine. And so Thursday morning here in the U.S., we got tons of text messages from Alyssa and her husband saying, Russia's invaded, we're fleeing. So they lived right outside of Kiev, which is the capital, which is one of the most dangerous places to be right now. And we got messages in our family group text saying, you know, it's middle, it's the middle of the night here. We're, we're already on the road. We're trying to escape. Russia has invaded. There are bombs and missiles going off everywhere. We're terrified. Please pray. And you can imagine just hearing this news and watching so many of the news reports and the images and pictures and videos coming out of Ukraine, how completely terrified we were as her family, as her sisters, and um, just wondering if they were going to be safe, if they were going to make it where they were going to go. They had to literally grab all as much as they could hold in their hands, which wasn't much, jump in their car with some friends and take off in the middle of the night just to even get out of Kiev. And there was so much traffic and you know everybody was trying to do the same. So it was really, really hard for them to get out. So they finally did make it out and have been on the road on and off almost constantly. And it has been so challenging, so scary. Um, There's obviously shortages of everything. It's hard to get food. It's hard to get water. It's hard to get fuel. Um, So they have been just kind of on the fly and trying to get anywhere where they can find safety. They have lots of friends around the country of Ukraine, or at least friends of friends, connections. And so they have been able to find different kind of safe spots to stay momentarily before they need to get back on the road to try to get um, to a safer spot. The thing that makes all of this the most complicated is that Alyssa is 38 weeks pregnant and could literally have their baby girl any day. And so their priority, of course, is to get to a safe place where there is medical help, medical care, where there's a hospital or some sort of facility where she can have this baby. Um, So that's just a little bit of an update on our sister. And currently in this moment, as I record this, um, all I can say is they're still trying to get to a safe place. So um, we don't have a lot of details right now. We haven't been hearing from them most recently. So please be praying for them. As so many of you already have, please be praying that they would find that safe place where they can um, just wait and see what's going to happen and where Alyssa can have this baby. Um, So those are some of the biggest prayer requests. But as you can imagine, this has been the constant prayer and distress of all of us in our family. Not only do we have Alyssa and Andre and their new baby, but we've also come to know so many of the people of Ukraine through Alyssa and Andre, so many friends, Andre's parents, um, my children, 
are adopted from Ukraine. And it's just so insane for me to think that exactly one year ago, um, as of a few days ago, we celebrated the one-year anniversary from the day we met our boys, Caleb and Christian. And as I look back at pictures, I posted some of this on my social media, but as I looked back at pictures and we celebrated our one-year anniversary of meeting each other, we had a special kind of Ukraine family day. Um, It was a very sobering celebration because the reality that our boys are here safe, which I praise God for every single time I look at their little faces, I praise God that they are here safe. But at the same time, I think of all of the people who aren't safe, who are still there, who are still in distress, who are in the middle of chaos, who can't get to where they need to be, who don't know what to do, who are losing family members' livelihood, um, can't access basic resources. My heart is so heavy for all of the people of Ukraine. And so on the one hand, I give thanks to God for protecting our boys and for bringing them out into a safe place. But on the other hand, my heart is so heavy for those who are still um, in the midst of this chaos. Um, so please be praying something really encouraging, you know, in, in dark moments, it's easy to only feel the weight of the darkness and the chaos and the struggle, but we need to remember to look up and to look at God and to look at what God is doing in the midst of the chaos. And I have been so encouraged to the point of tears as I have received DMs, messages, so many, everyone in my family, we've been receiving so many emails and DMs from people all around the world, believers who are saying, hey, I live in this country near Ukraine. We have a house. Your sister and her family and friends, whoever needs a safe place, if they can get to us, please, we want to host them. We want to take care of them. I cannot tell you how many messages I've received from believers that I have never met who are scattered all around the world over in Europe and Eastern Europe saying, we want to help. How can we help? Our house is open. Um, We welcome anyone who can get to us. And you know, that is so encouraging (laughs) as the body of Christ to think about the fact that we are a body. And even though we have never met each other, all of these believers right around the world, we don't even know each other. It is amazing that we are united in Christ. We have that common goal, that common savior, that common kingdom building purpose, that same hope that we can open our homes, open our arms, give out our resources, welcome our family into our home in a time of need. And I have been so incredibly encouraged by the body of Christ and the believers around the world who are rallying together to love and support one another as well as unbelievers, right? Welcoming anyone into our home. So that has been really encouraging. I've also been so encouraged by scripture and just the scripture that we have in the Bible, right? God's word. He is our anchor. He is our hope. And actually, right as everything was going down, I sent Alyssa, um, I text messaged her a PDF that we've actually created here at Girl Define called 15 Verses to Give Hope During Hard Times. And I just said, hey, you know, it's hard when there aren't really words. Like we can't fix what's happening. We can't change what's happening. We can hardly even help, right? We're way over here in the US. There's so little practically that we can do outside of praying and maybe raising money. Um, But we can remind each other of the hope that we have in Christ. And so I sent her this PDF and just said, keep these verses in front of you. These are hope-filled, true verses about our Savior and the hope that we have in Christ. And in fact, this PDF is available to anyone. So if you are unsure of how to feel, how to process, how to think, if you feel hopeless at this time, um, go to girldefined.com slash hope and download this PDF and keep these 15 verses in front of you. Um, allow the truth of scripture to saturate your heart um, because although we grieve for what's happening, we do not grieve as people without hope, right? Like the word says, we grieve because we know though this world has wars, though there is um, terrible things happening, though we don't have answers. Um, 
we are struggling, we turn to our Savior and we find our hope ultimately in Christ because we know that this world isn't our home. This isn't our landing place. This isn't our ultimate destination. And as we look to our Savior, we find our ultimate hope in Him. And so get these verses in front of your face. I've been constantly keeping them in front of mine, girldefined.com slash hope. Um, I also just want to say some other things that have been really encouraging as we've been following closely the story of Alyssa and Andre, along with their friends and other people in Ukraine, as well as the facilitator that we worked with for our adoption. I've been in communication with her. She is right in Kiev, where things are so intense. And she said, it is so scary right now. And she said, all we can do is just pray. We are we're just, she's in an apartment building in Kiev where there's so much bombing, so many things going on. And she's like, it is so terrifying. The noise around me, knowing at any minute, anything could change, could happen, could blow something up. So she just said, prayer is all I have. I am rooted in prayer. And so we join her in prayer as well. Um, I love how prayer unites us. From half across the world, prayer is a uniting, powerful force. It's not a last resort. It's not, oh, the thing we turn to only because we have to. It is what God has given us to cry out to him on behalf of what's going on here on this earth. It is our it is our lifeline to God in the sense that it is our spiritual communication, the way that we we seek the Lord's direction and guidance and help. Um, and the scripture is filled with so many beautiful prayers. I love the Psalms at a time like this. So many of David's Psalms where he is literally saying, my foes are after me, my enemies pursue me. Um, I am in distress. I don't know what to do, but I turn to the Lord. And that is exactly what we have to do as believers as well. Um, If you're wondering how you can pray specifically right now for the people of Ukraine, for our family and friends in Ukraine, um, here are just a few ways that I would encourage you to join us, to link arms with us in praying specifically. One, let's join forces, join prayers um, that the evil advancement of Putin and Russia and his military would be stopped. What he is doing is so evil and so many innocent lives are being lost and it is wreaking havoc on the country of Ukraine. So join us in praying that the evil advancements of Putin and his Russian army would be stopped. Two, let's join together in praying that God would protect the people and the military of Ukraine. Um, They are struggling. They need help. Let's pray that God would raise up help for Ukraine, that he would strengthen their military and unite them, um, that the people of Ukraine, just average people who are saying, I want to fight, I want to help, you know, let me do this. There are some courageous people right now stepping up and stepping in for their country. Let's pray that God would strengthen them and protect them. Um, specifically for our sister, Alyssa and her husband, Andre, and their baby, um, and their family and friends, would we pray for safety as they continue to travel around trying to figure out a safe place to land, a safe place to have this baby? Um, would you join us in praying for God's provision for them? Would you also join us in praying that baby Petrenko, little baby girl Petrenko, who is ready to come out at any minute, that she would stay in until Alyssa reaches a safe place? Um, That is our current prayer, that that baby would not come early, but would stay in there in that safe womb until Alyssa can get to a place of safety with medical care to have this baby. And lastly, let's pray as believers that the hope of the gospel would spread far and wide 
all throughout Ukraine as the world is watching Ukraine? Would the gospel through the believers in Ukraine, would that gospel spread far and wide in the midst of this darkness? Would the light and the hope of the gospel pierce this darkness? And would it be so evident to everyone looking on that believers have a unique hope that in the midst of so much chaos, so much darkness, so much uncertainty, potential death, that there is an incredible sense of hope and peace as we see these believers um, turning to God, their refuge. Would the gospel go forth? Let's pray together right now for these things. Um, And I just so appreciate you guys joining me, listening to this, um, staying updated and joining us in prayer. Oh Lord, our hearts are so heavy right now as we look on at the news, at the footage, at the videos and pictures coming out of Ukraine, as we hear updates personally from our family and loved ones in Ukraine. God, there is so much havoc being wreaked on this country right now. Lord, we pray that you would strengthen their military, that you would provide the resources that they need to fight um, the enemy that is pursuing relentlessly. God, would you strengthen um, every Ukrainian who is trapped in their city, in their home, the Ukrainians who want to help, who want to fight? Would you provide resources for them? God, would you strengthen Zelensky, their president? God, he is showing incredible courage right now in leading his people, and we praise you for that. And I ask that he would not back down, that he would stand strong and continue to build the morale of his people um, through his courage as he is calling for his country to stand for their country. God, we pray that you would strengthen him um, and everyone in leadership. We ask that you would protect all of the innocent people in all of these various cities, Lord, um, from families to individuals to even orphanages and schools where there's so much chaos all around them and darkness and uncertainty. God, give their hearts a peace that only you can give in the midst of the chaos. Help them to get to safety, provide the resources, whether food, clean water, um, whatever they need. God, would you provide a way? We pray specifically for Alyssa and Andre and baby Petrenko and their family and their friends and the circle um, of people that we know personally in Ukraine, God, as they are all scattered about trying to get to safety, trying to find a place where they can have refuge and then Lord, what comes next? We don't know, and they don't know. And so we pray that you would provide for their immediate needs, God, that they would not lose heart, that you would strengthen their hearts, um, that they would be anchored in you, their refuge. As Andre has said in some of his videos that he sent out, he says that God has been with us. God is our, our shelter. He is our safety. He is our refuge. And just because there is war does not change the character of our God. And we echo him, God, in saying, amen. Would you give all believers in Ukraine that sort of strength in you, Lord? And would they provide a sense of peace and even spiritual refuge to everyone that they come in contact with, Lord, to say, yes, times are dark, times are uncertain, times are scary, but God. We can hope in the living God who can move mountains, who can perform miracles, who can provide for every need. So would they be lights, God? Would your gospel go forth at a time when the world is looking on at Ukraine? Would you be magnified? Would you be glorified in the midst of this darkness, God? And would you stop the evil advancements of the enemy? Um, Would you, in your almighty power, stop this enemy from continuing to pursue and attack and destroy? Um, Lord, we lift all of these things up to you, these heavy, heavy things. We lay our burdens at the foot of your cross, Lord, and we open-handedly surrender. Lord, we cannot control, we cannot force change, Lord, but we trust in you, the God who moves mountains. And we cry out to you for your intervention at this time. And we pray all of this in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen.
Sisterhood, thank you again for joining me for this update, and we will continue to bring updates to you as we hear. Um, If you want to get more regular updates, we are sending out email updates, including some videos from our sister Alyssa and her husband, Andre, and just updates that we are hearing from them directly from Ukraine. So again, just go to girldefined.com slash hope, and you can download that PDF, that really encouraging verse sheet, and that will also subscribe you to our email list so you can get those regular updates as well. Thank you. Please continue praying. We are so grateful to have a sisterhood surrounding our family um, and all the people of Ukraine right now in so much prayer. We love you so much.